Hello and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things group. We are happy to have you along for this episode. In this episode, we're going to explore the future of bank branches, how they can continue to evolve, and trending use cases and innovation that can be explored by the Intel Internet of Things group. So once again, we are happy to have you along for this episode. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and today we're thrilled to be joined by two subject matter experts. First, we have Dr. New Sung Boon. He is the general manager of the banking vertical for Intel's Internet of Things group. Dr. New Sung Boon, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Athena. And our other guest is Mr. Sandeep Varma. He is the head of innovation in India for DBS Bank. Uh, Mr. Sandeep, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Well, we're happy to have both of you on the program today. And today, like I mentioned, we're talking about the evolution of the bank branch and its current role as it relates to the customer experience. And so let's start off here just uh, discussing a little bit more about consumer behavior, because I think consumer behavior has really changed how we view the bank branch. Um, tell us a little bit, Mr. Sandeep, just uh, about how consumer behavior has evolved and the impact that that's had on bank branches. So obviously, like most industries, we've seen uh, consumer behavior evolve over time as we have been getting more digital and uh, obviously there's a new generation of millennials who are digital natives in a sense. So what we've seen is that, uh, of course, younger, more digitally savvy customers uh, prefer to do most of their transactions on online or from the comfort of their homes or uh, uh, using the mobile devices uh, from anywhere. And uh, we do have some more traditional-minded uh, older customers who, who still prefer to come into a branch, have that you know conversation, and do those tasks they've been used to doing um, for many years. Uh, also, similarly for businesses, etc., they have special needs; they need to come into branches, etc. Uh, but of course, the only thing which has been a real, uh, let's say, uh, so there's always been a trend towards digitization and uh, uh, the you know the role of the branch is train, uh, changing, but. Uh, uh, with, with this pandemic and what we've seen, we've seen an acceleration towards the digital side. So uh, a lot of people who are not as comfortable using our digital channels have picked it up a lot more. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot of the transactional stuff, uh, which people would generally come into a branch for, is getting done more, much more on, uh, you know, uh, digital devices and from... Uh, from remote locations, so that's been one trend which this, uh, uh, you know, pandemic has accelerated. Uh, but having said that, uh, I still do think that branches are uh, quite important, and they have a an important role for banks to uh, in banks to play. So, uh, so yeah, that's basically, I think, in a nutshell, what I would say about what we've seen evolving over time. So I kind of very agree with him. You know, the COVID nineteen, you know, had radically impact almost all the consumer behavior worldwide uh, doesn't matter which industry. I think for bank particularly, I think post-pandemic, consumer expectations were kind of changing a lot, especially through the digital and technology transformation program. Bank was shifting the way they deliver the new product and services uh, to the consumer nowadays digitally. You know, based on the responses I get to know and also the index result from uh, EY Global Banking lately. There are four key ways that consumer banking behavior is changing in response to COVID-19. The first one I learned that, you know, the way the people bank have changed. Since the lockdown had limited a lot of choices of physical channels in many countries, 
And second, the end of the cash has never been closer, but I still believe that the hybrid model will still exist. So for example, where the people are still purchasing from a physical store, you know, a lot of contactless uh, appears to be a preferred payment option nowadays. And the third one, we uh, kind of learned that, you know, uh, responsible banking is even more important right now than ever because trust is very important and key here. For all banks, behaving ethically and doing the right things will be important to consumers' purchasing decision. Lastly, you know, consumers or customers will want greater flexibility and security. Uh, especially now we are going to digitally or online, right? So the current uh, pandemic crisis is a great financial shock for many years. However, the recovering from this crisis will require rely a lot of extended support and flexibility from banks to help customers get back to their feet. And I'm love that to hear, you know, DBS is always in the forefront that they're doing a lot of this transformation uh, digitally in whether in their bank branches or even in their system which is really good to see. Excellent. I think that was great input, SB. So, uh, yeah, thank you for your, your thoughts on that as well. Um, so in today's landscape, uh, just given how things have changed and what we've talked about, the evolution that has occurred, how should bank branches view their role and, the, and their current purpose in terms of the overall banking ecosystem? Yeah, so uh, as I said, uh, I still think that uh, you know bank branches have an important role to play. Uh, of course, one of the, the big things is it, it does provide a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the very nature of having a physical presence provides a lot of security and comfort to customers, knowing that there's a place they can go to. Uh, it's huge in, you know, in terms of for the bank also to build its brand and, you know, kind of uh, communicate uh, some of the things to these customers and uh, prospective customers. So I think that's, uh, that's still very important to have a physical presence. Uh, but what I think the, what's evolving is, uh, as I said before, the more transactional parts could be done from home. So I think the more higher level activities, whether it's, whether it's advice or guidance and uh, things like that, which uh, might require a more, uh, you know, a much more require more engagement and more connection with the customer. Those are the things which uh, customers would like to, you know, go to branches for, you know, complicated transactions where they need to be guided through things uh, or if they are new to some sort of service and they want to get an understanding I think those are things which still will be, uh, you know, uh, important for branches to provide. Uh, so I think that move towards a more higher order in terms of uh, services and uh, the branches are, um, you know, offering. There are a number of other trends banks are experimenting world over with uh, all kinds of concepts. So uh, a lot of it is due to the experience. So it's uh, the branch is an essential part of the, you know, the omni-channel, uh, you know, a seamless experience that. Uh, banks are trying to provide. So uh, you want to be able to give them a consistent experience, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on your, you know, uh, laptop or your bank branch, right? So, so I think you should move and, you know, work seamlessly and integrate together with that strategy. So, uh, so I think that that shift and that that's how the banks are going to be, you know, more and more uh, uh, like uh, you'll see more, more experience centered, uh, you know, branches, uh, rather than just transactional or stuff which would be which, which earlier would be done using a lot of paper and things like that, but now could be more uh, digital. To me personally, there are three major areas that where I see a crisis that impact uh, industry. So what uh, you know to kind of complement what Mr. Sunday just mentioned, especially in the bank branches. The first is around the acceleration of bringing the new 
uh, digital channel capability, you know, like live streaming and also elimination of physical paper process such as onboarding the customers, mortgage approval, trade financer, and with the e-signature of digital ID. Uh, the secondly, what I see is like, we had the serious transformation impact on the bank's customer expectation. Well, with the risk of this uh, online and mobile banking, right? Customers will now expect, you know, to see more services available digitally and also, or maybe we call it a self-service model. You know, and while there is still need to see a teller or bank manager for the personalized service, many customers opt to, you know, the sum of on day to day. Sometimes they want to skip the digital, uh, you know, the every year transaction. However, the self-service with contactless, you know, trend fast and in you know, a quick solution alternate to the online banking. When the consumer walking into the bank branches, they expect more help support for what they can actually get. And hence a good customer service or even better personalized service to make more informed decisions are always appreciated by the consumer. Lastly, you know, retail banks have to kind of continue to evolve and think of getting better security policy to planning to build more trust with consumer, improve customer experience through the personalization, offer new services with a digital transformation, you know, like combining the end-to-end -end architecture. I like to use a phrase called, you know, cloud is the engine, Age is the gateway, data is the view, AI is the insight or the output, IoT is the source. I think that, that is kind of complement what uh, Mr. Sandeep uh, just mentioned. Yeah, so as you were saying, uh, customer experience is key and it's important to have a consistent experience across all channels which, you know, which you're using to reach out to your customers. So, uh, so I think that uh, you know, branches, the experience in branches also will be a lot more digital. So you may not have... Uh, you know, what you see in a typical bank branch where it's uh, one person sitting across a desk and looking into a monitor and the other person just listening. Uh, it could be much more, you know, interactive, uh, much more friendly, much more collegial. Uh, you know, you have couches, you have, uh, you know, relationship managers with tablets, things like that, which are, you know, uh, easy for uh, the customer. Do you see a lot of that happening already with, uh, you know, in bank branches? But, uh, you know, is even the, the fact that uh, banks are being digital and a lot of the digital services uh, may not be, you know, as obvious or easy for people to, you know, kind of uh, understand what's there. So, uh, you know, bank branch would be a good place to explore as well. So a lot of the digital offerings itself may be, you know, uh, showcased in the branch, et cetera. So they understand the convenience, the ease, et cetera. Uh, but apart from that, you know, the, the fact that, you know, as I said, we since if you're moving to a more higher order, uh, service level, it's, it's a question of understanding the, uh, the the customer, right? Really understanding his needs, really understanding what he wants, what his goals are, what his objectives are. So the input could be from all the different channels he's interacting with, whether it's his mobile phone or it's, you know, his laptop, uh, plus what he's saying. So I think, uh, you know, being, uh, uh, you know, much more digital allows you to capture these insights from different sources. So you, so the, so the, the, the person who is interacting uh, with the customer, uh, you know, has a much more informed view. And, uh, you know, the, the advent of uh, technology allows us to build a much better customer profile for, uh, you know, for, for, uh, for giving more personalized, uh, you know, advice 
depending on what the customer's objectives are, the financial stage in their life. So I think it makes it it makes it a it'll make it a much more mature conversation. Uh, and the you know the the skills of the uh, uh, you know will be beyond just as it performing transactions. Uh, it's about understanding his goals in life. It's understanding you know uh, how the uh, you know the bank can help customize his ultimate end goal, not just a financial transaction. So I think that's what we're going to see a lot more of. You know, kind of complement what uh, Mr. Sajib is just mentioned, right? You know. Utilizing technology is really important and key to stay on top of all the games and the changes. Well, there's good news is that you know there's in the new wave of this uh, Internet of Things, in short, we call IoT technology, is bringing analytics and AI into the bank branches. You know, making it possible for brick and mortar locations to act more like uh, online channels, which consumers are very familiar with today. So again, uh, allow me to kind of explain what is IoT in layman terms. You know, it is uh, objects that can connect to the internet. They are collecting, transferring, and analyzing the data with a minimum human intervention. So for banking world, IoT can mean smart ATM machine, smart digital signage, smart kiosk machine, IP cameras, smart building management, and many more. You know, the main benefit of IoT for banking is that it allows banks the opportunity to gather more information on the customers in order to offer more personalized experience and improve efficiency, customer service at a real-time basis. I'll give you an example. Bank can use IP cameras and AI power vision technology to measure how long customers are waiting in the queue for a teller at the different times of the day. You know, this insight is very important to help you know, the bank branches a manager to make a better informed staffing decision or even adjust at the real time. So another interesting technology is a contactless kiosk machine or signage, which have the built-in AI checkbox with a digital avatar, or sometimes we call it a digital ambassador. This AI power avatar can interact with the customers through the voice, touch, and gesture helping the user through the decision-making journey by explaining uh, some of the banking product you know, uh, features, uh, their plan, and resolving some of the queries, and also recommending some of the relevant offers to the consumer or the customers. You know, this can bring back the human component to uh, customer service uh, without any relying on the people physically to man the, you know, the information counter. In order to meet this goal, the AI power avatar designed to kind of emotionally engage with the banking customers. You know, it can also based on the customer's profile, example like gender, age, and so on, to push a personalized you know, offer such as the latest loan investment plan or find out which screen attract the more eyeball or the most viewer so that they can customize what they are viewing and who are they actually interested uh, at viewing. In your experience, have banks generally been quick to adapt to new technology and, uh, and adopt innovation, or are they generally on the slower side and, and take a little bit longer to, uh, to find those new technologies and those, uh, and those adaptations that they'd like to take on? So um, um, I know at least at DBS, we are quite quick to adapt and look at new technologies and uh, you know, bring them into, uh, you know, so we've been always experimenting and as part of the innovation team, that's a lot of things we do. We experiment in technology, we understand how it can enhance the customer experience, 
and what we can you know do to uh, you know uh, further elevate uh, you know, the customer uh, and the bank's relationship so so that's something which we do constantly and we are always trying to bring in the latest technology which makes uh, sense for both the bank and the customer in uh, so a lot of stuff is already being done i mean which is you know uh, um, even this pandemic has shown how uh, you know people have used contact tracing sort of software that banks have been able to roll out they look at cameras you're able to see how many people in a in a branch you're able to kind of uh, remotely take temperatures so all of these things have you know been very quickly adopted by uh, a lot of banks been able to kind of manage so i think it's uh, you know uh, as i said the this pandemic has probably helped to accelerate a lot of the the you know the uh, the use of technology but uh, but in general there has been a lot of uh, work around artificial intelligence and uh, data and uh, so some of the things which uh, as we spoke about in terms of you know uh, having cameras to understand you know what is the movement of the crowds people in what time they come in how long they're waiting all those analytics already happening so uh, so you know so smarter scheduling to understand uh, what customers you know uh, where there could be pain points etc so a lot of uh, data which is you know gathered so could be and as i said uh, because we have we are so digital we have a lot of lot more information about the customer so there could be something which uh, a customer has tried on a mobile device or a uh, uh you know and uh, a digital uh, channel and then uh, came in to do the same thing at the branch so you may you know there's a disconnect there's something which you need to look at etc or uh, you know so it gives you insights into the customers what are the transactions they're comfortable doing at home what are the ones they want to come into a branch is for um and uh, i think with the advent of uh, you know all these new technologies like ai and iot etc we're able to give a much more gather much more data around the customer and this obviously informs the bank a lot more and uh, you know uh, we able to give a much better experience to customers fulfill their expectations be aware of uh, you know what their needs are just outside the transactional need so give us an idea of some of the technology solutions that are available to banks these days i know we've talked already about cameras and some of the other ways that uh, digitally that people can interact with bank branches but what are some of the technological solutions that are available to branches that allow for them to engage more in the customer experience sure sure yeah you know uh but prior to that you know uh, maybe we should start is like you know many conversation we have here when we talking to the customers and the consumer right have been around the topics that uh, that of the bank branches or end of self service due to this uh, digital banking but we see the industry from a different perspective we continue to see a huge momentum and the request especially in the china southeast asia india and some of the emerging countries on the demand of this self service equipment uh, for bank branches post this uh, pandemic yes bank might not be investing a lot in increasing their more bank branches footprint nowadays but there is certainly a focus on how they turn the bank branches into smarter self serving bank branches that can increase the efficiency with a lesser footprint so in addition to that uh, you know beside all the ip camera bank also kind of deploying more self service uh, kiosk machine some people will call that a video or virtual teller machine or even make it like a small capsule or cabin a small room to multiple location like you know 
uh, in a more bit more convenience store, which will require a lot of technology to help the bank to manage this remotely and security. Uh, it's like many years ago when the online shopping is getting very popular. A lot of pe- a lot of discussion will be just around uh, that of the shopping mall. It's a similar kind of scenario here. However, both the channels, I believe, is, until now, is kind of coexist today to serve because of the different needs level of the consumers. Likewise, in my opinion, both channels uh, of the digital and the physical will be a good hybrid model for the financial segment as well. So this is for the bank branches. If you look at the infrastructure perspective, the, the impact of the cloud and age to enable the business continuity and the business transformation have been and will continue to be instrumental and foundational to the transformation of the financial services so that the industry is prepared for the next destruction. And you, you know that there's no never normal, again, I would say, uh, the world of the future after this uh, pandemic, right? So in short, I mean, COVID-19 had this impact, a lot of strategic investment and forced the industry to rebalance the priorities. Based on the global discussion with the end user in the banking uh, and financial service like a DBH, right? We are seeing the industry prioritization and accelerate their investment in a lot of digital transformation. Example like, you know, the cloud, the age migration, the cybersecurity, <coughs> ID, authentication for remote as, you know, at that stage, huge investment in automation, self-service scale for VTM machine and the deployment of the data and analytic platform to enable the financial service enterprise to deliver a lot of AI uh, at the business at different level. Lastly, I want to congrats and I want to take the opportunity to congratulate uh, you, uh, Mr. Sandeep and the DBS, uh, which kind of, uh, ever, uh, kind of report out and launch you, will, you guys, are, uh, DBS, will plan to offer 24 by 7 self-service banking in a third of the bank branches in Singapore by 2020. Oh, sorry, uh, 2022. Uh, you know, with the latest of the VTM machine, self-service care and digital ambassador. So I'm sure that your bank embraced the new digital transformation in the forefront. So I think one of the big things that we have to discuss is how you put together a plan, how exactly you go about adopting. So what's the blueprint, what's the roadmap for branches to adopt and to implement new technology solutions? So I think the, the first thing is to start with the customer. So start at the customer, look at their needs, understand you know, what are the technologies that can help them uh, you know, achieve those goals, what are the needs that they're, which, is, which are unfulfilled or uh, you know not fulfilled to the level that they were expected to be and how can these new technologies be able to uh, you know address those uh, things so you know, having a full customer 360 kind of view helps you kind of plan around uh, you know, what would you want to like to, what, what technology is going to help you deliver that experience to customers so a lot of stuff is around for example just giving you a, you know as i said before uh, uh, is, is, is understanding what is a customer attempting to do? You know, what is he trying to achieve, whether it's uh, through his digital channels or his physical interactions with the bank staff, et cetera. And what new technologies are going to make this a much more seamless experience for him? Uh, for example, if I'm trying to do something on my internet banking portal and uh, I'm having some difficulty doing something, achieving, a, and I come into the branch to solve that issue. Now, I would 
prefer that my bank knows already that I'm having instead of me going to talk through all the different problems I have. So if if my if my uh, you know the, the branch person is already aware of what this customer has been trying to do and trying to achieve, uh, he is in a much better position to be able to be to offer pro- proactive customer service, as I say, you know, just without the customer having to repeat the whole thing and the difficulties he's been facing, et cetera. I think a lot of this stuff will will change. So is it keeping the customer in the center of things will be the best way for banks to plan. Uh, they should always be aware of what's coming in. So we have a lot of new technologies coming in, whether it's IoT, AR, VR. Now we have 5G coming in, you know. Uh, so a lot of that is going to change the way we are able to provide uh, you know, a digital experience or uh, you know, an experience for the customer. So, so keeping that in mind and keeping keeping the needs of the customer, I think that's where you need to be able to draw your uh, you know uh, kind of uh, technology and uh, you know the, the all these technologies where they're talking about IoT, AI, and every every few months there is a you know a huge change in the capabilities. So it's important to understand you know what the power of the solution is. So. What may seem a little bit rudimentary at this time, uh, uh, further down, may be much more powerful. So while planning that, you need also to keep, uh, you know, keep in mind the future and how this technology could evolve. So, you know, so even if you're not able to do what you want to do at this point of time, maybe six months, one year, year and a half down the line, that could be possible. So always keep that in your roadmap. Firstly, changing is very different and very challenging as well. And before that, you could actually adopt and implement the new technology. So that's, that's why the Intel are working with a lot of different type of the ecosystem partners. You know, everything ranging from hardware to software and to a complete solution provider. So we work with a lot of OEM vendors to design the next generation of the ATM machine, BTM, kiosk machine, and or even team client using our Intel latest uh, core i7, i5 uh, silicon technology. So besides that, as we all know, the IoT ecosystem is also very fragmented. So in order to offer a complete solution, uh, Intel also work with a lot of uh, independent software vendor or short, in short, ISV to harness a lot of performance advantage of Intel hardware for advanced uh, analytics and AI using our Intel Open Vino uh, software tools so that, you know, both at the branch and in the data center, they can actually fully utilize to do the audience analytics, opt-in you know, vision recognition and the fraud detection. We also work with a lot of uh, you know, influential SI to system integrator to understand the banking industry problem from the end user point of view or bank branches point of view in order to determine what is the best solution for the banking industry. So for example, we have a program named Intel IoT market-ready solution that offers a scalable end-to-end solution that provides a solid business result for banking industry today, where all the bank uh, user and also senior can actually utilize it to jumpstart the adoption of the technology. So in order to support all these uh, multiple type of this consumer, we also participate with the consortium to drive an open platform so that all the customers can easily adopt and be, have no issue of the compatibility perspective. So and in short, I think together with our partners, Intel continue to act as the trusted advisor for the bank branches on deploying all this new banking technology 
upgrading the footprint of the architecture. We are looking forward for all, a lot of project pilot opportunity on the various region uh, together to test out the new ideas of the bank transformation and also uncover some new methods to resolve the pain point of the industry. So feel, feel free to contact myself or even our local sales office to set up the appointment or the support to help with the jumpstart the adoption. So if you were to look five years or 10 years into the future, what do bank branches look like and what changes are going to come about over the next five to 10 years that, that you foresee really happening? So I think, uh, as I've been saying, as I said before, uh, that it's going to be a lot more centered around the experience for the customers, uh, much more higher order services, et cetera. So, so I think that there are, we are on the cusp of seeing a radical transformation with a lot of new technologies, whether it's AR, VR, 5G, you know, AI and data. So all of these things, you know, as a convergence can, is, you know, is, is, is bound to grow exponential. So five or 10 years down the line, I think this will be, it will be a much, much, much more advanced state than we have today. Uh, so a lot of things will happen real time. A lot of things will be, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, data and, uh, you know, um, the artificial intelligence working on it can provide much more tailored, much more personalized experiences. A lot of the, uh, you know, self-service content, which, uh, you know, uh, as we were talking about, will be easily, much more, much easily available. Uh, I can see AR, VR, possibly, you know, elevating the experience at branches, et cetera. So those are the things, so the virtual avatars and things like that can be, uh, might be very interesting to see. So in, in general, I think we're going to see a much, uh, a marked shift. Uh, if, if I were to draw an analogy, it's like having in the, the Apple store experience, right? So Apple does sell all its products online, but it still has the store. And, and the store is essential to the experience of Apple. So you get a sense of what, so there's a lot of guidance, a lot of coaching that happens there. Uh, I think bank branches will be, uh, you know, the centers for banks to engage with the community. So whether it's responsible banking, whether it's those initiatives, whether it's reaching out to, you know, uh, entrepreneurial communities, uh, et cetera. It's a, it's, I think it replaces more where people would want to go uh, as a trusted partner, as a trusted financial advisor, uh, to be able to get uh, uh, to understand how they can, you know, make their uh, uh, you know money work for them. Uh, as as you might know, DBS has a tagline which says "Live more and bank less." So I think that's going to encapsulate how the branches are going to be in the future. It's going to help the customers do more of that. So I think that's where the transformation will be, uh, you know, going forward. Globally, we see that one of the key characteristics of this uh, transform uh, digitally or digital bank autonomous is to move beyond just delivering a good and services through the digital uh, channels that, uh, but to deliver a different experience to their customers. You know, the shift to this digital mindset, you know, enables the institution to be more, uh, become more an integral part of their customer's life by leveraging the technology and the data, both external and internal data, in the near real time to provide more value-added services. A transformed financial institution leverage all this technology, have been able to adopt a good new business process and top-down culture that enables them to build a new platform of the innovation that leverage the data to deliver more value. You know, especially nowadays, uh, moving forward in the next five to 10 years, you know, with the advance of the connectivity like 5G, uh, visual capabilities and AI, 
uh, example like you know the AI chatbot self-service kiosk I just mentioned can even offer more services. Just for example, you know a, a virtual talent machine can let the customer conduct a private video conferencing. You know in the in the live uh, talent in any location, twenty-four by seven. You know all this uh, you know is really kind of become a, a new norm in the future. So we also understand that you know the security is always play a very key important key breaker and important to gain the trust of the user. And that's why that Intel will continue to invest in the security technology currently that we have like Intel Secure Guard Extension, we call it the SGX to offer more you know application solution at the hardware-based kind of memory encryption. Uh, these are all really important. You know, besides the cloud, we also see just now I mentioned about a lot of data being processed not only on the cloud, but it also require a lot of real-time response. So the edge compute is getting a, a much more critical right now for the processing and analysis that require the instant and rapid decision at close to the premise perspective. So hence, we work with the, a lot of you know, uh, provider to design or reference design hardware called uh, Intel Modular Edge Compute Architecture. Hopefully that is able to cater the needs for the bank of having an on-premise appliances to support uh, you know, security like cybersecurity solution to address the future needs of the processing. So all in all, uh, I just kind of want to conclude that, you know, when we think of uh, next generation, five to 10 years, you know, I, I kind of would like to kind of call up the, my favorite terms, uh, you know, cloud is the, always the engine, edge is the gateway, data is the fuel, AI is the insight, and IoT is always the source for that. So to wrap things up today, I want to give each of you an opportunity to provide any closing thoughts, any summary statements, anything that maybe we haven't even talked, uh, talked about yet, but you feel like is worth bringing up as we talk about modernizing bank branches. Um, so SB, let me turn it over to you first. Is there anything that you'd like to say before we, uh, we wrap things up today? Sure, thank you. Uh, uh, I really, I will say that I'm very glad to be with Mr. Sandeep today to learn a lot of good uh, new trends and insight of the banking perspective. You know, DBS is always has been uh, always pioneering a lot of great technology uh, in terms of digital transformation in the banking industry. So I'm really looking forward to further collaboration with DBS in enabling this technology to address the pain point of the customer's uh, personalized experience in this uh, banking world. So um, in short, uh, in my opinion, banks have to continue to evolve and think of uh, getting a better security policy planning, improve the personalized uh, you know, customer experience, uh, offer new services with a digital transformation and uh, with a combination of cloud, edge, AI, and IoT. So together with our partners and ecosystem, uh, I would like to, uh, you know, uh, to work, continue work with you uh, with all this uh, new digital transformation uh, post-pandemic. Thanks so much for that, SB. And Sandeep, is there anything that we haven't touched on yet or any summary statements you'd like to make before we sign off? So as I said at the outset, I think uh, bank branches do still provide uh, an essential part of the service that banks provide to customers. So I think they will still remain relevant. relevant and uh, I think that their function and the way they look and you know what you can do in a branch will evolve uh, over time. And uh, it'll be much more different than what you saw as a very stuffy bank branch earlier uh, into something which is much more engaging and open and uh, you know, uh, 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 a feeling where the customer is able to really 
experience the, the you know the, the digital prowess of the bank as well so i see that happening i see a lot more harder uh, you know let's say uh, higher order services being offered at branches i see a lot more uh, you know technology enablement a lot of new interesting uh, technologies coming in and maturing over the next few years which will be able to provide a you know a wonderful personal personalized experience to customers and i think that's the way uh, you know uh, the future is going to look for you know, bank branches. Dr. Newsung Boon and Mr. Sandeep Varma, thank you so much for joining us on To The Edge and Beyond today. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Elan and uh, Mr. Sandeep. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in to To The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across a number of industries brought to you by Intel's Internet of Things group. We appreciate you watching along with us. We'll be back soon with more episodes and more content for you to consume. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for watching.